Hello and welcome to Dopey, the podcast about uh, drugs, addiction, and dumb shit. I'm Dave. I'm Chris. How you doing, Chris? I'm good. I'm ready to record. I want to do a good show. That's nice. How come you never ask me how I'm doing? I always ask you how you're doing, and you always say, I'm good, I'm this, I'm this, I want to do a show. Me, me, me. It's true. On this show, I don't. But I ask you in real life. I'm, I'm, I have stuff to talk about, so ask me how I'm doing. How are you? I'm really good. What's going on? i got lots of good stuff going on. Can we talk about your project or no? Yes, we can, but that's not on my list. Okay. Let's tackle the list. We can talk about my project. That's what I, I Let's s- get to it later. Dopey Nation, I want to say this. I feel great in general. My life is so much better than it was before. It's amazing. And I owe it all to Dopey. (laughs) No, I think my life is so much better than it's been in a long time. And I'm incredibly grateful to be... uh, And you got things popping. But you can't lose sight of the fact that it's the journey, not the destination. I haven't gotten anywhere. I know. (laughs) I'm a fucking broke-ass waiter idiot. Yeah. With a broke-down podcast, some projects that aren't working. I live in a shitty apartment by the railroad tracks. It's the destination is far away, so the journey is obviously good. Yeah. I am incredibly happy. Uh, I heard a good line, actually, the other day. When you get where you're going, you need to turn around... And go back. ...and help the next guy in line. I heard that today, this morning. Well, where are you going that you're waiting on line? I don't know. Continue, though, what you were saying. What I'm trying to say is something I never talk about on Dopey is, um, and I just want to, I don't need to go crazy into it. It's just how much I enjoy uh, my life, number one, how much I enjoy uh, being a father, being like, it's so fun, such a good deal. Yeah. It's really nice. And, um, And I totally owe it all to sobriety. Yeah. I owe the whole thing to sobriety. And it's really, 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 really good. Likewise. Well, what the hell keeps you going? You got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, likewise, though. No, seriously, because I talk to you every day, and you have some shit go on here and there, but it's like the lows, for your lowest lows are your highest highs, and that's like life on life's term. Eh? You know what I'm saying? Uh-uh. If you feel, um, well, like in my own life, I've had some shit happen recently, and it's been like depressing and sad. But I've noticed I've been, I've been, been extremely, extremely, extremely happy too. So the lower you go, the higher you can go as well. Do you know what I'm saying? I still don't get it. So you're saying because in the past I'm we've been I'm so low, the full range of emotions, the gamut. You know what I mean? But we certainly don't go. Is your point? We don't. We we certainly don't go as low as we used to go. That's a different sort of low. I'm saying like feeling something and walking through it and getting to the other side allows you to experience like a high. You know what I mean? But if you just fucking stuff it with dope, you know, or booze or coke or whatever, if you just self medicate that shit, you're never going to be never too gonna high. Get the flip. But you're going to totally get lower than low, and it's yeah, not. Yeah, it's not, like a different low. It's just like a fucking no, no. depressing. But it's low. it's worse though because of all the other stuff that happens. Like you might feel low that you can't score, or you might feel low that you're broke. But then something happens, like yeah. your car gets towed, and you can't score, and you're sick, yeah. and then you get arrested, and you go to jail sick, and you sick in jail. Yeah, but I'm next even, thing you know, I'm you're, 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 you're like, okay. what are you stooping the hooper? What is the thing? Hooping the shooter. <laughs> hooping the shooter. You're, and in jail, and everything is. I'm, I'm just hooping the shooter. Dopey Nation is sticking a syringe up your butt when your toilets don't flush in prison. The other day, because <laughs> the guards are coming to search your room, and um, you've hooped, no, you've hooped many a shooter. I've in hooped your one day. shooter. In just my day. one? Yeah, just one. I've no, I've hooped other shooters, but it wasn't actually hooping a shooter in the real sense of. It was just like cocaine psychosis, and I was hiding a syringe. Where were you? I was in the Caribbean. Did you ever pierce your anus with the sharp end of the I needle? I never did, but we've talked about this on the show. I before. said that? No, but I once hooped a shooter in the Caribbean. Why do you need to say hoop? Why can't you? I stuck the needle on my ass. <laughs> it was, and I had no cap, so I stuck it up like halfway. Pointy side in. Pointy side out. Pointy side out. So I didn't have it going all the way. And then I tried to get up and like my butt started like swallowing it. And I was like, oh shit. And I had to like grab it. Because you got scared. I got scared. It was, well, I was scared. That your asshole was going to eat the shooter. (laughs) Eat the shooter. A capless shooter. Okay, but anyways, my point was, yeah, that shit you're talking about, okay? Like, yeah, your car won't start. You don't have any money for dope. You're dope sick. All that shit. Yeah, that's bad. My point though is you get sober, right? 
and it opens up a new level of badness. Do you know what I mean? Because you haven't experienced life. So when you start to experience life and relationships with other people, then you get to see a whole new side, a whole new pain, and a whole new, like... Because right, you, ha- you don't have the tool that you used to have to cope with the feeling. Yeah, but it's not even the tool. Like, it's the, the tool, what I'm talking the about, tool, the tool is the, the drug. The, the, the tool being the drugs that I used to cope with the feelings prevented me from feeling a whole different range of feelings. Yeah, so what you you're saying, saying is when you get clean and then all of a sudden the bad shit happens and you don't have that go-to... Yeah. Um... The lows get lower at first. But I'm saying it's a new host of bad shit because there's a new level of vulnerability that you weren't even capable of experiencing with another human being. I know, but you're, you're so desperate to make, involved in you're, drugs. You're making it sound way worse, though, than it than it is. No, I'm saying I'm. Yeah, it sounds. I'm saying that's a blessing, right? In but disguise. so explain explain I'm that. I'm saying to me. the fire of suffering brings forth the gold of godliness. Okay, but explain. <laughs> I mean, like, don't you also think it's like kind of like you're. You're like a, you know, like artificial intelligence. You're like a computer, or you're like a robot, right? And you're t- you're looking at me like I, like I think this. I'm no, I love okay. this. Okay, and you're in my ta- wheelhouse now. You're taking in new info. Like okay, you've been using heroin for for 15 years, and you get clean, and all of a sudden some bad stuff starts to happen, and your computer brain is like, wait a second. I do not know what this is, and it's like, yeah. this is really bad, but then now I know what this is, and it yeah. can process it, yes. and then the next time it happens, you're like, oh, I can deal with this kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, that, and the flip side of that bad thing is usually connection in a way that you haven't experienced. You don't like my computer voice? That's all right. Can you do a computer voice? Um, I don't, you know I don't do voice. But a computer voice you won't even try? I won't. Um, keep going, though. What are you looking at? I'm going to play something real quick. You're playing Coffee Meets Bagel? What do you mean, Coffee Meets Bagel? It's one of the many, many, many... Uh, dating apps? Dating apps that Chris is now hooked on. I'm not... I've stopped using all of them. Really? Yeah. A CPU is enrolled in that processor, a learning computer. A CPU is enrolled in that processor... What is that? <laughs> we used to call... A CPU uh, is enrolled in that processor, a learning computer. Uh, shit won't stop. It's Arnold in Terminator 2. My CPU is a neural net processor, a learning computer. We used to call Dell and do the soundboards, and they'd say, like, what's your make and model? And we'd use Arnold. And be like, my CPU is... That was your prank phone call. That was one of them. You've you've taken us to a... (laughs) My computer voice took us to this bad place. Yeah. You know. You're doing... But I'm not. I'm off the dating apps. Why? For a moment. I don't know. It's just I'm... I saw a couple people. I liked them, and I want to see what happens. You deleted them? I didn't delete them. I hid my... Uh, profile, profile. Because you don't want the flood. I'm just going to see what happens. You don't want the flood. <laughs> there to hasn't come been in. much of a flood. It's funny because as I'm getting older, it's the flood is no. Chris, Chris came to my restaurant today to meet me, and uh, he comes in, and I wasn't ready for him to get there, and uh, you know, I, I, I like, I know Chris likes to meet people, so I introduce him. You like to meet people, yeah. You like to know. People. I like to meet people and talk to them for three to five minutes. And right. That's it. But you like to be able to show up and know them. Oh yeah, of that feels good. yeah. It makes me feel powerful. Yeah. So I did. I, that. I like to I like to see them, but I like the patrons that are eating their sandwiches to look and to see me shake. No people. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's all about. That's what it's about for you. <laughs> yeah. So so he left, and one of the women maitre d's said, "He's sexy." Nice. And I said, "He's desperate for sex. Would you give it to him?" <laughs> And she said, "Nah." <laughs> Even with my shirt, my shirt's a little tight. Yeah, well, she she thought you. She, she thinks I'm sexy. She thinks I'm sexy. Oh, okay. I, I shouldn't. I shouldn't. <laughs> so, you know, you should have tempered it with that. Okay, so we got lots of stuff going on. I don't know if I really got my gratitude across. No, you totally did. But like, my life is is really good. Oh, interesting story. So Andrew, um, one of the the guy who writes us long emails, he sent us that yeah. different version of Good So Bad. Fan of the show, friend of mine, used to work with me. Um, he wanted to have coffee with me last week. So I met with him and we're talking about, you know, I just, I, you know, it's so rare. It's funny, all you guys in the Dopey Nation listen to Dopey. But I don't know anybody that listens to Dopey. Yeah. So whenever I meet anybody that listens to Dopey, I just want to talk about Dopey because it's exciting for me. Yeah. So I start talking to him about Dopey and he listens to it every week. And I figured he thinks it's good. Yeah. And he was like... No, there's a lot of really bad episodes. I was like, no, there's not. And he's like, he's like, no. And he he cited Lonely Space yeah. as a Which bad we episode. Loved. Yeah, I thought it was killer. Yeah, you know, and he he likes Adam Carolla, and I think Adam Carolla sucks personally. Right. Did I ever tell you about the time I met Adam Carolla? No. I was on heroin, 
And, um, you know, How many podcasts does he have? I feel like he has six podcasts. At least. Yeah. I wanted to save this. This I, Can I tell this story twice? You already started it. I'm going to tell it to, to Bob oh, Forrest save it, save it. when he calls in. Yeah, save it. All right. Anyway, so me and Andrew were talking, and then, like, we, we hung out for, like, an hour or something. And um, he's like, I got, he's like, I, I was like, I got to go to work. And he's like, oh, yeah, one more thing I really wanted to ask you about. And I said, what? And he goes, when's my life going to get better? <laughs> and I said, what? Oh, he's clean? Well, he's on like half of a 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 half of Suboxone. Of an eight. Of whatever. Okay. You know, he's yeah. at like point point five two. At least you can take it. You know, he he's like breaking his points up. You know, it and just sucks at some point. There's no there's no like seamless transition if you've been on Suboxone for a long time. It's going to suck for a little. That's time. what I tell him, but he doesn't want to get off. Actually, there. what happened to me is if you, if you try to titrate like that, you actually titrate down to a dose, and eventually it's just. Not enough, and you'll get sick even on that little little speck. Do you know what I mean? There's no; it's just going to be uncomfortable. You know? Did you right. own that? No, because I I spent so many so much time telling him asking him about dope. <laughs> no, no, just telling him to, that he needs to get off Suboxone. You know, yeah. I spent like a year, two years telling yeah. him, and like I think he's bored of hearing me tell him that. So I don't. I'm not meddling with any. I, I talk so much shit about Suboxone. I'm not trying to meddle. With anybody's suboxone dose, you're done you know, I don't want to. I don't want to mess with that. It's like, but I really do believe that it's like. For it, me, I need to get off of it, but I think uh, some people are successful with sure. it. Sure, I'm just saying, like, you know, like I think Jungian, Jungian thought. It says that every person is embedded with the consciousness of all of the history of time. Like every yeah, cell. Yeah, the oceanic feeling. Right. Yeah. And I love it's like that. like the id for Freud, kind of, yeah. But it's like, so I, I kind of see Suboxone like that. When you get even a little bit, it opens you up to the full spectrum of possibility with addiction. You can get sick. You can cop. You can think it's okay to get pills. I mean, for me. I think, yes. I, I think. For me. Whenever yeah. I take one thing, I think it's okay to take anything. No, that makes sense. And it's like, um, and I think I'm similar with you. I always liken it to like having a gas burner, like running, you know, and any minor root altering substance is a spark that'll like ignite it. Um, right. But for, I think it's also Suboxone, methadone, and the person who tweeted us today about uh, medication assisted treatment. And I think when we're talking about that, more specifically, like replacement therapies, which would be methadone and, and Suboxone. It's all about like mindset when you're taking it. What is your mindset? Is this a tool? And there's some people who have a healthy mindset or are capable of having a healthy mindset and really using it successfully. I'd say most people aren't. And I could that, not. I can't. But I Andrew is. Andrew hasn't done anything for like four years. Yeah, that's why you can't demerit people. I don't like demeriting I'm not. Boxing. No, I'm, I know I'm not. not. I'm not, not demeriting him. We're, but we're both in agreement between the two of us. It doesn't work. But we acknowledge that there are people out there that it works for. But it's it's like work. But this is the other thing: suboxone and methadone has have both have their own, you know, myriad. It's a of, different of, kind of trap of side effects. It's a different kind of trap. It's it's just another trap. I'm just it's a saying, little better than heroin. It's a lot better than heroin <laughs> yeah. if you manage it nicely. I'm just saying he Andrew and I Andrew. I know you're listening. So I'm not trying to blow you up or say anything. I, I just believe that Andrew's life would be easier without it. But then he said to me, he said to me, he basically said to me, because um, he's never like, he's been to like two meetings in his life mm. and he doesn't want to go. Yeah. And he said, this is what he said. He said, I have this feeling like there's a hole inside of me, this gigantic hole. And I was like, you mean, would you call it a God-sized hole, <laughs> yeah. Andrew? He's never heard that. And I said, I said, Andrew, first of all, I would get off the box. Was he using, like, original material in his, like, that we're describing it as a whole? Had he heard that anywhere else? No, I think it was really how he felt. That's that's funny. And then so I started really, I started 12-stepping him. him. Like that, yeah. And, uh, and, like, I really believe, you know, like, to feel that empty... Uh, is natural coming off the heels of addiction. And I really feel going into a meeting and getting filled up, you know, with the 12 steps is an amazing thing for me. It, it, it saved my life. Yeah. And the idea of, of, of doing, 
fuck all the mystical stuff. Fuck all the magical stuff. Fuck all the program stuff. Let's just deal with this. You have a person who is used to getting high, used to doing X, Y, and Z, and all of a sudden they're not, and they're doing nothing instead. <laughs> I'm, I'm supposing, why don't you just go to a meeting for something yeah. and then do the 12 steps as a hobby. Yeah. Say, I need something to do. And this this thing saved billions of people, yeah. or at least many millions of people. So if you're miserable and your life is not good and you have nothing to do, why don't not why don't you just do that? Yeah, you know, just for no, something totally. to do. No, that's what Joe Schrank would always say. He said the replacement for addiction isn't nothing. Um, and it, I, or fucking go to uh, a fucking yoga uh, class, or go do meditation, or, or knit, go to church, or fucking run twenty miles. Like even if running twenty, some of that shit doesn't work very well. But like, we're just try something. Any positive self care, obviously. I'm just we're saying jaded for the step. No, 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 no. I'm just saying. Andrew said he had a god-sized hole without knowing that yeah, phrase. Yeah, I know. It's like, dude needs a fucking meaning. Yeah. He need, I said, it's go... Spiritual malady. I said, go for six months, give it a shot, do what they tell you, and if you hate it, stop going. I mean, like, if I could... And if you can, learn how to knit and knit yourself a blanket. <laughs> Wouldn't you love to knit yourself a blanket? Karen used to knit. She was a heavy knitter. Wouldn't you love to knit yourself a blanket? I wouldn't love to. I just love to know how to knit or play the guitar. You can play the guitar. I love how to know how to do something, other than what I do. Uh, yeah. yeah, you've got problems. <laughs> That's for sure. I don't mean to be so recovery. I don't want to. You know, it's just That's right. We hooped to the shooter in the beginning. And I know. Qualified it with some dopey. So I just want it to be clear that in my even, and Andrew said he has problems with God, and I said, dude. God for me isn't Jesus or God sitting in a cloud or the prophet Muhammad or Buddha. God for me is just something that's bigger than me that isn't me. Like it's to say I'm not running this thing and and I need to be told what the fuck to do. Yeah. You know, and and I I, I only say it because I had the exact same problem. I I didn't have such a resistance to God because my old resistance to God was really, I want to get high. Yeah. You know, it was like, I want to get high. Yeah, of course. You know, but like when I needed clarity and when I needed peace and I I just needed to be told what to do. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Yeah. Didn't you? Of course. Yeah. And it started with listening to other human beings. You don't feel like jumping on this bandwagon? No, I'm letting you go for a bit. Why? I usually do the tirade. I like it when you do that. I'm trying to set you, I'm trying to set off the gas burner. I'm letting you go. Yeah, I stopped and the first thing I did was it wasn't invite God into my life. It was like listen to another human being and do everything they told me and it was surrendering and then through listening to other human beings and basically taking contrary action, which was not doing what my brain told me to do and following advice, I started to connect with other people. And then with that, over time, I got better. I started to develop intuition and um, getting more in touch with my conscience. And those, to me, are God-given things, you know? And even to this day, I got to be really careful about, like, intuition and still talk to other people because, like, if I try to make decisions off of what I think is, like, God's will as I see it, it can be, like, totally wrong. But other times it can be, like, pretty good, you know? That's why the fellowship is great, you know? That's why it's, like, going to church and praying or going to temple or the mosque and just praying and having your connection be that alone. It might get your reprieve, but you still could do some really stupid shit because the only person interpreting God's will in your life then is you. Or your priest or whatever. Or your priest, but your priest doesn't understand it. You know what I mean? But it's supposed to be when you go to a spiritual thing that the congregation is a is part of it's it. a fellowship yeah, yeah that's it's totally true part of it. that's true but i mean but when i go to my because i had but changed I, I, i'm also, but i'm what i'm saying is that alcoholics have a unique set of like ego driven problems even more than the average person and everybody's ego driven and so talking to other alcoholics is helpful you know having a fellowship of people who get the disease you know yeah totally it's funny though because i had stopped I had changed my meeting schedule around and I had stopped going to meetings and I started just going to this big book study. And at the big book study, the guy who runs the big book study like puts down meetings. He like puts down people who go to meetings. He's like, 
He's like, I know people who go to five meetings a week or seven meetings a week, and they're the most fucked up people. Yeah. The message is in the book, yeah. not at the meeting. And it's like, and then this last week I couldn't go to the meeting. I had yeah. some problems at home. And this week I couldn't go to the meetings because it was my daughter's first grade tea. Yeah. And, uh, and I wound up going to an actual meeting instead of the big book study. Yeah. And it was just like, it was so nice to go back to a meeting. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, that was my, my lineage is like book, book, book. More like that, you know. Um, what else, man? I, I guess uh, thanks for listening and stay strong, Dopey Nation. Stay strong and toodles. It's too um, early to say toodles. So that's it. So, Andrew, what's next on your list over there? I didn't even have Andrew on my list. That, that just fucked so everything up. So we haven't even up. tackled the list yet. Well, I wanted to just... I, I just felt like, you know, like my daughter is a huge part of my life and I don't talk about it because I don't want to get anybody upset. Yeah. You know? The other day, we're walking around the supermarket and... Uh, She's good at hula hooping. I saw the picture. So she takes a hula hoop off the the rack in the supermarket in the in the ice cream aisle, and she grabs a sword and she starts hula hooping while waving the sword. And it's like, it's just like it's the best. You know yeah. what I mean? It's the best. Oh, that's what I was going to say. You know, I'm fucking forty three. It was just my birthday, by the way. Dopey Nation. If you want to send gifts, you can send them to. Um, <laughs> Fucking, I'm 43, I have a seven-year-old kid, and, you know, I have a certain need to be clean and sober. Yeah. You're 33. 32. Whatever. Yeah. No kid. Yeah. What, what, what? Unfettered. What what keeps you going, man? Soberlink. Soberlink. Yeah. (laughs) But you can smoke crack and get by the Soberlink. I get drug tested still. Is that what keeps you sober? Yep. Soberlink and drug testing. All right, Dopey Nation. So if you're having a hard time, where can you get a sober link? You know what's so funny <laughs> is when I first got sober, I was, you know, I had to do the same thing, and I was like, I was like so pissed about it. I was like, you know, this doesn't keep people sober. Like it's so stupid, you know. And then like now, I just don't even care. I'm like, whatever. What keeps you sober? <laughs> no, it just doesn't. Like it's like it doesn't. I don't look at it at all. I look at it as like. It keeps like um, if it makes my parents happy, you know what I mean. Like if it makes them feel feel peace, or my dad in particular, then whatever, you know. Me and uh, me and my daughter, it was ninety degrees yesterday. Yeah. And uh, I promised her we were going to go swimming. Yeah. After school, and uh, and I I love swimming, and she loves swimming, and but I was tired. I was like, I don't really want to go. Blah blah blah. And she comes home. She goes, Daddy, are we going to go swimming? And I'm like. Yeah, we could go swimming, fine. You're like, fuck. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was like, you sure you want? Are you sure you don't want to just sit in the bedroom and play the shark video game? <laughs> find her favorite show. <laughs> Do you remember? She told you about the shark game. I think on the phone. Oh, my yeah. God. Um, but, so I say, okay, we'll go swimming. And she runs upstairs, and she changes, puts goggles on in the yeah. house, and, and we're, like, going, you yeah. know. And we get to the pool, and there's not a car in the thing. Yeah. And I was like... I think it's closed. Yeah. She's like, I don't think so, Daddy. Look look at that woman. She's walking over there. There's a car over there. And I was like, I don't think it's open. She goes, you went online. It's open. Yeah. And we walk up there, and not only was it closed, there was no water in the pool. <laughs> there were a bunch of dudes in the pool painting the ground. She broke down. She's crying and shit. She, she goes, ah, oh, this is the worst day of my life. Oh, you know, and she, and I just, I, when she gets so upset yeah. and like and cries, I laugh. Like it just her laughing. Yeah, it cracks me up. <laughs> it's the worst thing that I could do. She, she witnesses you laughing. I, I I've gotten way better at suppressing. Yeah, it's like it's just to see my my uh, Your creation, my offspring. <laughs> Get so upset. <laughs> have so much emotion and, like, be so vocal about it. I, I laugh, euphoric laugh. That's so funny. Like, it, it's like, oh, and then we got home and um, and we were doing homework and she says, uh, we'll move on from this in a second. Yeah. She says her legs hurt. And I said, okay, lie down on the on the dining room table. And she goes, what? And she go, I go, just lie. I was going to, like, do Karate Kid and, yeah. vibe, and I was going to fix her leg. Yeah. And she and it was the first grade tea was that day. And for the first grade tea, you have to make it. She made a book yeah. with these writings and pictures in the book. Yeah. She lies down on the table and she spills her water on the book. Yeah. And the book is soaking wet and the pages are sticking together and she starts screaming. Yeah. 
You're so stupid, Daddy. Why did you make me lie down on the table? No, first she said she was stupid. She yeah. said, I, can't. I said, I said, no. I said, it was my fault. Yeah. I said, it was my fault. Yeah. And she said, well, you're stupid. You know. And I'm like, I'm just trying to contain the laughter. Because it, it was just... Well, what happened to the she book? Goes, she, goes, the book she, goes, she goes, I'm going to tell mommy. And then you <laughs> stop laughing. <laughs> well, her thing is to tell on me. Yeah. You know? And, and I, then you get it. Um, yeah, sometimes. Um, <laughs> no, it, sometimes I do. They both tell on me. But um, but the book is saved. But it was just... just it's good. Her emotion. Her emotion. Yeah, it's good. It ties in with what you were saying in the beginning of the show. It's all I've been talking about. Yeah. That's all I got. Yeah. Um, what do you got on the list? What's next? Pick a dopey thing. Anything dopey on there or no? We got lots. No. Next, next thing we're going to talk about is my mother in law. Oh, should we be. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, should we play something? It's time, Dopey Nation. I hope you're ready for the. Uh, the Dopey, dopey Podcast theme song um, challenge. challenge. I'll do uh, Joey Pepper. Can I say his full name like that? Yeah, why don't you do... Why don't we start... Listen, we've received one, two, three, four, five entries. Why don't we start with the one they heard already? You want to start with the original? Yeah. We're going to go through all of them now. I don't think we should do that because it's so long. Why? Because it's like 15 minutes. Okay, play Joey Pepper. We'll play Joey Pepper. And then I think we play a couple maybe on each one. And then we'll do... Once we've done a lot, then we'll do all of them on one episode. I don't know. I defer to you. I, I think after you hear one, you're going to want to hear the next one, and we're going to keep going. All right. Well, that, that's, I'm what, that's my with Joey plan. Pepper. I would start with the one they heard already, but go start with Joey Pepper. I don't care. Um, okay. Well, I have Joey Pepper up here. Okay. But should I do it in order? <laughs> Dude, I don't care. Okay, because I can't find that other guy. You should find it while we're doing this. I never even... I feel like I never even saw it. Okay. All right. This is... Dopey Nation fan favorite Joey Pepper. He's written negative emails, positive the first reviews. Thing he wrote, what did he say? So he said really you bad. suck and you freaked out. You, you suck. You it was last out, summer. You called me and you said, "Was that you?" You blamed yeah. it on me. Well, I just figured out who could come up with a name like Joey Pepper. <laughs> but then he also wrote reviews to the Share podcast and like yeah. he wrote reviews about us to other other podcasts. And he he's Joey right. Pepper's. A so good here's guy. Joey. All right. Joey Pepper. Joey Pepper, my friend. That was good. That was good. I liked it. We're definitely not going to play all of them now. Though. We're not going to play all. We'll do one more. This one... Is this the updated version? Yeah. Okay. This one is from our friend Ray, who refuses for anyone to know that he was on Dopey, but he was. 
or that he, he's the fir- he's the first member of the Dopey Nation that quit our Facebook page. He like <laughs> yeah, he freaked out. He quit our he Facebook made us page. The title of his uh, of his thing. He yeah. He made us take his name off of his episode. He also. What's funny about Ray is that like Ray's whole public persona is like drugs, drugs, no and alcohol. Sense. He like he's a musician and he performs on stage, snorting fake coke and chugging water out of vodka bottles. Yeah, drinking fake <laughs> vodka, smoking fake crack. Like he used to come to my apartment and we would play music, and me and my buddy would smoke weed, and he would take pictures of himself with the bowl to his mouth and the yeah. lighter and post it. Well, but he his, can't say he likes dopey. What was his reasoning there of not wanting to associate? He just doesn't... It was too real for him. All right, so you have the remake of his song, or do you want me to do it? What do you mean? Do you want me to find it? I have, I'm putting it on. Okay. And this uh, is the updated version? Yeah, this is Ray... Ray I asked... Ray's a great singer-songwriter, and I asked him... If he wanted to write a theme song, he said he wrote this in two minutes, recorded it in three, remixed it in another one, and here it is. This dopey, dopey podcast is coming in your ear with heroin and ketamine, sobriety and beer. Dave and that other guy, you know, the hot one, everybody wants to fuck Just thought I'd throw in a visual for the listeners Now you know, good luck So pull up a chair, start the car Let's get on the road, hey let's go The Dopey Podcast is starting up Welcome to the show Fuck it. Ray. Ray. You gotta bleep that. Okay. Um, okay, so Do you want to back up? No, no, I'm sorry. So, Dopey Nation, what's funny about this is Dave sent me this song. I didn't know who made it, and he actually texted me a file of it. And I had gone out on, like, a date with somebody, maybe, like, this second or third date, and I was hanging out with her in my apartment. And I haven't really talked about Dopey at all, and I'm like, oh, I do this stupid podcast, like... We're doing this theme song challenge, and I got uh, I just got like a new submission. You want to hear it? So I played it for her, and um, they. Uh, do you ever they say? Do you ever they use my it. tagline? Do you ever say "dopey"? It's retarded. I don't. <laughs> I don't use that. You love that tagline. No, I stopped saying it because people might have retarded children or brothers or sisters, and it's not cool. You're saying it on here, but it's not cool. You're still saying it. What? Retarded. <laughs> Oh, you mean the word? Yeah. I'm just saying it's not cool to it's say it anymore. No, it's not. So I don't think you're setting this up well. Okay, you Chris was on a date. Maybe he did. Yeah. But Chris was on a date. In, in Ray's song, he says, you're listening to Dave and that other guy that everybody wants to fuck. Yeah. And that is because we got, like, we got literally, I don't know, 15 emails from different girls who said they were all, and I use this word, crushing... On Chris. I also think there was 15. I think there were 15. And um, and I was like, what the fuck? Why is everybody crushing on Chris? And I, I was like, what the fuck, Ray? And he was, I don't know, Dave. And, and so he knew that like that would be fun yeah. to put in there. Yes. You know? So so Chris is on his date, and he plays... He's like, what's this? Yeah. And he plays it, and he... Well, I set it up. I just didn't know what it said. I'm like, oh, this is a theme song, because I thought it would be cool, you know? It was cool. And then she probably thinks I'm totally conceited. You know what I mean? play this... You don't think she... Be- it, it, was that... J- you don't say her name. I have to bleep that, too, now. Was that Jay? <laughs> don't say anything anymore. But yes, yeah, so... I just pretended I didn't hear what they said. You're walking a very, very, very tightrope. What are you saying? What do you mean? <laughs> We're about to do a whole segment on sober dating, and you are the expert of... Chris is fucking dating like he used to smoke crack. <laughs> I swear to God. There is nothing... I, I shouldn't have even talked about gratitude. We should have gotten right to the, the, the heart of the matter. Because Chris is fucking... No, on, I've slowed down now. Now, now, he's, now I have. Now, now we're getting to this... Chris is finally using some caution on the show. Oh, this, we can segue into uh, the 13th set with this, too. Because that's been... Let's stay on this, though. Okay. Because Chris not only is dating hardcore, he's starting to tap the pool 
that we all swim in that we like to call the dopey nation. Uh, no, that's not true. You're misrepresenting. That's misinformation. Clarify for, for all of us. All right, so um, dopey nation. Oh, God. I just feel squeamish even saying this, but we got to be real, right? They love you because the reason they crush on you is because you're brutally honest. Okay, so um, a few episodes ago, you guys heard about the whole rejection thing. I was super upset, got really neurotic, and I downloaded all the dating apps, like Dave said in the beginning of the show. Well, you re-downloaded them. I re-downloaded, whatever. And then uh, I started going out with like a bunch of different people. Wasn't really digging anyone big time, but um, Dave put this call to action to the Dopey Nation. He was being funny, but... Um, I was being serious. <laughs> I was anyway, thinking maybe you could get hooked up. Sorry, but, and then I've talked to some females in the Dopey Nation, a, a couple who were super helpful. You know who you are if you're listening. Um, uh, in dealing with like the depression and the aftermath of this like quasi-relationship I was in. It wasn't even a fucking real relationship. But anyways... One of them, like, we started FaceTiming, and I hit it off, and she was really cool, and she was going to fucking fly out and come stay with me, and she's newly sober, and it was like, I wasn't even thinking, I was so caught up in my own misery and depression from feeling rejected, and it felt so good talking to this person who was really cool, that, like, I didn't even stop and consider that, like, were to be a sponsee or somebody else in a fellowship, I would totally be like, this is a bad idea and you shouldn't do that. So, um, luckily I came to my senses after some time and we didn't do, we didn't, uh, she never came, but it was very nearly happened. But maybe she'll come for that fish festival. Yeah. And I would meet her and say hello. As a friend. Say hello. Shake hands. Say hello. Hello. <laughs> hello. Um, but listen, there's nothing wrong uh, with dating. You're a young, attractive man, and you really should be dating. Yeah. I, I am not demonizing you for dating at all. Yeah. Because what the fuck are you going to do? Yeah. You know, I'm just saying it's a, it's become, you know, in the past two weeks, how many dates have you been on? Not in the last two, the first two weeks after it happened. In the past two weeks, how many dates have you been on? How many different people? Two. You're a fucking liar. I swear. No, if you... If you're you, such if you, a if fucking you liar. The last I month. know four people you dated in the past two weeks. I, I know. You tell no, me every day. Tell me who? Fucking Where that one. <laughs> fucking tall one. <laughs> what tall one? The tall one. Oh, she was not tall. Fucking <laughs> yesterday. She was not tall. Dude, yeah. that's three right there, and there's definitely a fourth one, you fucking lying piece of shit. <laughs> and, and I bet you there's been six in the past two weeks. Oh, my God. No, there might have been like three or four. But before that, it was a lot. How many meetings have you gone to in the past two weeks? Ugh, we're not getting into this now. I think somebody, what they should do is they should merge meetings with dating. Oh, yeah, then that's a great Because then you go. <laughs> that's a great idea. That happens naturally. Well, so anyway, yeah, I went on a tear uh, after. I didn't sleep with anybody. I, slept I think anybody. that's an important fact. Yeah, I didn't sleep with anyone. Um, and it's actually funny. Once I sort of like gave up, which was like recently, and I just was like, I didn't even care. Like I, I would kind of, I'd say, oh, I don't drink. And like, I'll just leave it there. You know what I mean? But the last couple people, I've just been like, whatever. Almost hitting them with the dopey. And... Once I kind of get <laughs> You always threaten to hit them with the dopey and you never do it. I do a little bit. Chris like has Chris makes these weird appearances in places for part of his school stuff and I'm like, "Well, what are you going to talk about?" And he always texts, "I'm going to hit him with the dopey." And then I'm like, and then I'm like, "Did you?" And he's like, "Nah." <laughs> right? And you never yeah, do. Yeah, I do the, I do up my recovery spiel. Yeah. Spiel. Spiel. Do you say spiel? What did I say? Spiel. You said spiel. Spiel. You say stick and spiel. 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 Nobody says spiel except a Jew in New York. The rest of the country says spiel. There's no such word as spiel. <laughs> it's a word. It isn't. That's how we say in Boston. No, it is not. It's, have you been to Boston? Yes. When? I've been to Boston. Fish concert 30 years it ago. It was the Grateful Dead. <laughs> Did I ever tell that story on the show? I think so, but tell it. Nah. Um, listen. I think we ran a course with this um, thing. Just to spare you. <laughs> Just to spare me. I'm in the hot seat. The, the bottom line. So I nearly did something stupid. I'm glad I didn't do it. It um, wouldn't have been that stupid. It would, it would have been fun. And, but, it probably, but And honestly, you know, part of it is like the AA stuff and like she's in, like was a newcomer. And then it's also just like... 
why do I want to torture myself? If somebody come out, what if he hit it off and she lives in another part of the country? That's what I said. Yeah. Who gives you the best advice on dating? He gives me great advice. Oh, dude, you got to tell him. I laughed for like two days about this. So um, some of the people, uh, the person who I rejected, she had this like crazy, the basically hardest degrees you can get. And like for some reason... I'm drawn to these. Chris women. feels like if he gets her a doctor, if he gets it a, even be a doctor. Well, I think I really am like you know maybe sapiosexual, whatever. Like I'm drawn to intelligence. It doesn't have to be what's sapiosexual. You know that sapio? It's like people who um, they're turned. On. I don't know if I'm like actually like aroused by intelligence. That's, this is the biggest bullshit thing I've You've ever never heard. heard that before. You've been out of the scene for a while. What scene? The dating scene. Yeah. Sapio is like when somebody's. I think it might actually mean they're like physically aroused, but it, or like I use it in the sense just like somebody likes to be with somebody who's like intelligent. Like that's like the quality that they're looking for most in a partner. But what, is, what does it mean, sapiosexual? I'm sure sapio has some Latin root and then sexual. Right? You want me to Google it right now? No, I don't. I just, what are you trying to say? My point is though that uh, I was sort of drawn to women and. Uh, who are inte- I didn't, they could be a farmer. I don't care. It's going to be intelligent. It doesn't have to have degrees and stuff. But it happens to be the person I'm interested in right now and the person that I was rejected by were both like, you know, Doctors. very successful um, or something like that. They had PhDs at least. Not the one. Not the current one. No, I thought she was. I thought she was like a teacher. No. Isn't she? No, I'm not going to say what she is, but she's something. Um, anyways. I already got in trouble for doing that once. But my point was, Dave, tell him what she said. No, what happened was that Chris was talking to a buddy of his, and the buddy was like, why are you always going after pedigreed women? And I just said, I I can't repeat that kind of thing. Why not? It was so perfect. <laughs> it was perfect. It was. I laughed about it for like two days. Well, the idea is like, Chris... You know, he's he's been sober for, for three years. Three and a half. Almost three and a half. And he, um, you know, he's in school, he's getting his life together. And and I, and I kind of see it like you're a plane on the runway, you know, checking your, your shit, your gears all good to go so that you can take off. And and the women that Chris is after have been flying (laughs) across the country or across the world. And he's like trying to like have something in common with them when the chicks he should be going after are like in the airport still (laughs) or or like sitting in the back of the plane looking what's on the fucking TV screen saying, what does this dial do? You know, and you can be like. We're getting ready to take off right now if you look out the window. What's the in-flight movie? Exactly. Somebody where you have something in common with instead of like, how are you flying over there? That must be really fast. I like I like to sit here and look, look at the runway. That makes me happy. <laughs> And then, and then you're like, you like, you like, totally have nothing to say uh, to the woman, and she's like, uh, I think there's something that's wrong with you. That's not true. I have. I she's like, I, she's, she's like, I think you're really funny, and I think you're gonna do really good things one day. But I'm looking for somebody who's like flying, who's not like no, see, sitting in the airport picking his nose. It's not true that I have nothing to say. I have like a solid two weeks of fucking great material. Like, Bullshit. Chris's material is this. He's like, I really don't like to study. I, I do really well on my tests. And you know, what I, you know what I did to study? I ate six bowls of ice cream and watched three episodes of Game of Thrones. Then I took a nap. Do you, are you turned on? And they're like, oh my God. They're just like. <laughs> well, it's stupid because I think like a bravado in that too. I know. I'm that's like what I'm talking about. I'm like, why do I even tell anybody that? Well, because you want to be like, look how smart I am and yeah. how little yeah. I work. Step back. And they're like, dude, I want the shit? dude flying the Concord <laughs> who's like fucking going to outer space. You're on the fucking ground. <laughs> That's what. That's why that first one is. But but like, forget my air aviation analogy. Yeah, it, it's really just about having something in common. Yeah, and like the other thing, like I always say, is that you're interested in in people. You're turned on by contempt for you. It turns you on. So like some woman who's like, I like you. You're like, why would you like me? <laughs> 
I don't know. I think I'm getting better with that. Good. I think there's truth to that. Originally, I think I'm getting better with it. Let's move on to uh, Milk's voicemail. I got it queued up. You ready? Yeah. God, that was good. You made me laugh there. This is um one of the greatest voicemails we've ever gotten. This is a sure. very... I don't know if this is a good episode. I hate to say it. Whatever, man. We're not supposed to do that anymore, remember? Well, I feel badly about it. I think it's all right. You talked about your daughter. I know. I... The diehard OG Dopey Nation members will like it. Leah, Tina... Teens. Teens. Tina, teens. Christina. Oh, now you're going to call her Christina? Well, Christina, teens, and Leah. You always called Christina Who's the OG? Who's the most Troy? Who's the most OG? Cormac is OG. Some million OGs. Yeah, I know. Let's not start that. I love that. Hey, Dave and Chris, or is it Dan and Chris? No, it's Dave and Chris. I'm just kidding. Uh, You bring a great service to our community. Uh, that at times can feel, you know, extremely marginalized and alone. But you guys, uh, you ensure we don't have to feel that way. There is other degenerates out there, like myself and Chris, and Dave to a lesser extent. You guys bring the best of both worlds. Chris with his severe mental illness, uh, and at times horrifying to the normies' life. And Dave with the everyday addict trying to make it to the next for himself and for his daughter and his family and uh, I appreciate that and listen fuck the haters especially Dave who cares if you interrupt you interrupt it's what makes it work it's just it's the podcast I sometimes just want I want to grab you by the shoulders and I want to shake you just like Robin Williams did to Matt Damon in Goodwill Hunting. And I just want to say, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. You're doing a great job. Don't worry so much. Just do it. The formula works as long as Chris has nothing to do with anything music-related. Please, no music. No. Just no. Uh, let me wrap this up quickly. Uh, I always end an episode of Dopey better than when I started. That means something to me, and I know that means something to Dopey Nation. I want many more episodes of Dopey, and I want to know. I want to follow your recovery, and I want you to hit me with a Dopey. So just keep it up. Love you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. Um. That was great, man. That's fucking great, man. Fucking milk. Yeah, milk. You're the man, Milky. That voice, yeah. milk. Milk should. You should send more stuff in. That was great. That voice, it just cuts me right to the fucking bone. Yeah. That shit is, is so beautiful. That was awesome. He's right. I, and I'm very sensitive. You know what's funny, though? He what? said, um, and I've mentioned this before on the show at some point, that he ends the show feeling... You didn't mention it on the show. You mentioned it on the phone to me after uh, you were feeling badly. Yeah. It was right in the midst of that whole thing. Yeah. And you had to edit an episode... And, and I felt better after I edited the episode. Yes. Yeah, it was almost like going to a meeting, you know? Do not think this is like going to a meeting. <laughs> Wherever two or more are gathered. We, this, got, we got, what, 2,202 right now. Oh, yeah, I've been meaning to ask the Dopey Nation <laughs> to do us a favor. Oh, yeah, we're getting back to that? Yeah. Listen, Dopey Nation. The way I see it, you guys listen to our show, and we're happy you do. But why not tell somebody about it? Why not post it on your fucking Facebook page and say, I'm going to let my freak flag fly and say I'm a proud member of the Dopey Nation? They don't want to be associated with us. Well, what if... Okay, how about this? What if the Dopey Nation each tweeted at Artie to come on Dopey? Artie would be like... No, but Artie would be like, holy shit, this is something. You mean if if he got 100 tweets or so? Yeah. Yeah. If he got 100 tweets, he'd be like, this is something. Yeah. But that would be awesome. I don't know why. I, I really think, you know, I, I've been listening to other podcasts, like, lately. Really? Yeah. I don't believe you. I have been. I don't believe you. I listen to Artie. I believe if you add all of them up, except for Artie Lang and Howard Stern, because that's shit you've already listened to in the past. If you add up all your podcast listening since the time period that you're talking about when you started listening to podcasts, I guarantee it's less than 15 minutes worth of listening. No, not true. You're wrong. How you're- much? Excluding Artie Lang and Howard Stern, how much podcast listening have you done in the last month? Besides Dopey, too. Besides Dopey, Howard Stern, and Artie Lang? Any? Yes. How much? 
I'm just thinking. I'm, I'm, calcul- <laughs> I'm calculating a number. Um, so no Artie, no Howard. No Dopey. No Dopey. I listened to two hours. Really? Of who? Marin. Oh, Mark Marin. Uh. He had... He had uh, I have to bring this up, and it's you're not going to think it's interesting, but oh, I don't do it. I have to. Don't do it, man. I have to. Why is it going to suck? Maybe. There's this guy. Okay. There's this guy. God, this is horrible. His name is uh, Jake, and he had a show on MTV way back in the day. Oh, is this something bitter from your past? Maybe. Oh, okay. I think I've heard of Jake, and now he's doing well. Really and you're well. You're not. And, he was and on. He was your peer. Yes. Okay. And uh, he he wasn't really my peer. Yeah. He came to work at the company I oh, worked yeah. at. Oh, yeah. You've tried reaching out to him. He doesn't do anything to help. He ignores me. Yeah. And then he also thinks that, like, Slater Kinney, which is a band you've never heard of, yeah. he thinks they're better than the Grateful Dead. Yeah. Because he's this fucking hipster. Yeah. And it makes me crazy. Yeah. Um, but, but what really makes me crazy is that he was a drug addict. Okay, I'm going to tell you a couple of bad things, and I'm going to say one good thing. He was a drug addict, and he's now he's like a showrunner at Comedy Central. He's running big shows. He refuses to come on Dopey. He refuses to respond to. Does my- he actually refuse to come on Dopey? Are you sure he's even reading the things you're sending him? Yeah, because early, early, early on in the messages, he said, "Oh, cool, I'll check it out." Oh, so you, you did yeah. get some response? Yeah. Okay. Well, you have to also understand that when I met him, I was fucking in the throes. In the throes. Yeah. And he was in the throes. But we didn't talk about it, and was, like was he IV? I don't know if he was then, but yeah. for you know, yeah. for a second he was. He actually, this is the thing. He went, and then I was such a dick. You know, they wanted him to work with me, and I was like, "Who the fuck are you?" Kind of thing. Yeah. You know, way back, going on, you know, twenty years ago. Yeah. And then, like, then I went to treatment. Okay, in in Renaissance, yeah. and one of the most like angry counselors <clears throat> brings this kid up in the class because he had been to the same treatments. This is how close. That's so weird. And he said, and he's he, he goes, uh, I'm telling him the counselor what I used to do, yeah. and the counselor says mentions. This guy, he, he says, well, you know, Squirt TV, you're full of shit. You're a fucking liar. You don't know who he is. You're lying that you think you're somebody. Oh, my God. And he, like, breaks you down. And yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah. I was like and I was monster. like, and I said his name. I don't feel like saying his yeah. full name because yeah. I don't want this to come back on me at all. Yeah. Um, well, can I, should I say his full name? I don't care. Dude. His name's Jake Fogelnest. Yeah. He, he's, like, big time. Yeah. And then he, uh, and I want him to come on the show because he's, he's, he's clean- like 11 years. Yeah. And he's really successful. And then send this to him. Maybe he'll come back. No, no way. <laughs> and then, so I, so I'm sitting in the, in the group and he's like, you don't know this guy squirt. And I said, I do know him. I, I worked with him. I know him. Yeah. <laughs> and I said his name and, he, and the guy was like, <gasps> like he shut up. Like yeah. I had proven myself. Yeah. Then, then fast forward another 15 years and I'm a fucking train wreck. And I had just gotten clean, and I'm, like, walking around the city, and who do I see but yeah. Jake Fogelness? And I went, holy shit, Jake Fogelness. And he goes, he goes, yeah, I guess I'm clean a few years. How are you doing? And I said, oh, I just got out of treatment. And he goes, I'll take you to a meeting. And I said, that's great, man. And he took me to a meeting. Oh, he did? You know, and yeah. so that's fucking cool. Yeah. But then when I made my web series... He was like, maybe I'll come on it, and he didn't. And then when I started to ask him to come on Dopey, he wouldn't. But the point is... Maybe he's just testing you, giving him some time, seeing if you get clean. No, he's not I mean, interested. you have 20 years of relapsing, so... Right. Yeah. Well, he... But he went... He was on Mark Maron. Yeah. Which is a huge show. Great show. Obama was on Mark Maron. I Marin. know, that was a big deal. I listened that, to it. Did you? Yeah. I was Obama. He gets down and dirty. I think he's pretty good. It's fascinating. Really? It's fascinating. Like, he's a, he can he can dish it out, you know? But Jake Fogelness... But that was, like, a big deal in the realm of podcasting, having the president Oh, are you kidding me? He said they... Like, in his garage. Yeah. They do it in his garage. Isn't that great that I can say something like, it legitimized the industry because I'm part of that industry? <laughs> We're not... I mean, come on. <laughs> You should have seen it. Me and Chris are fucking downstairs buying Mexican food. And he says to me, he says, I'm going to get dinner tonight. He says, I'm going to get dinner tonight with the rest of the dopey money. 
And I said, what, what the, the rest of the dopey money? Where's the money, Chris? Where's the money? And he was like, well, I spent most of it on Hannah's tattoo. And, you know, gas costs money. And I realized we don't have any dopey money. We have no dopey money. You know? Yeah. Anyway, the point of the Jake Fogel in this story is, and Brad, I talk to Brad about Jake Fogelness all the time. He's like, Dave, shut up about Jake Fogelness. You know, I'm in like this rivalry in my head. Yeah. Jake Fogelness is a successful TV producer, writer. He's written for a ton of shows. And I'm the fucking waiter, dopey guy. Yeah. And, um... I don't know. I think in the next show we'll talk about your project. Um, I want to send it to Jake Fogelness, but he's not going to read it. <laughs> yeah, no, well, let's not talk about it now because I want to bury it um, in the uh, in this episode because a lot of people have probably t- turned it off by now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really fucking good, and uh, I think I want to give credit where credit's due. Hey, read an email. Um, we'll read an email, and then... Oh, I'm but gonna- wasn't... Forget that story where you embarrassed yourself horribly in front of the girl. Yeah. That part notwithstanding, how good is Ray's song? Ray's song is great, dude. It's really good. I didn't know it was Ray at first. You didn't know it was Ray at the end either. (laughs) You had to ask me what it was. Yeah, which made it, though, even cooler at first. But I fucking love Ray. Ray's good, dude. Remember, people loved Lean. That chick loved Lean. Um, Okay, I'm going to play... We can have Ray come up here. Yeah, Ray, I'll come on again. I'm going to play... Also, Dave and I have been doing this thing where we just talk to people on the street... And uh, I was walking um, to meet Dave at his work today on Houston, and uh, I, uh, I had my earbuds in. I looked to the right, and I see this, like, old, junky-looking dude. And so uh, I took my earbuds off, and I started talking to him. Actually, he started talking to me with my earbuds, and I took it off, and he was just saying hello. And uh, I think he's homeless and, like, definitely been through the ringer. And he started telling me, like, some pretty dopey shit. So I whipped out my phone to record it, and this is what he said. It kind of sucks, but... Um, I wish we got a good story, but might as well play it. Throw it on the pile. Chris here with the Dopey Podcast. We're here on Houston Street in the Lower East Side. I'm kicking it with Mike. We're just walking along, showing each other uh, our, our scars. scars of yeah. uh, screen removal. Say what's up, uh, Dopey Nation. Uh, what's up? My name's Mike. Uh, I'm just letting you know, man. It takes a lot to stop using drugs, and it took me losing my spleen, getting stabbed, and getting hit by a train. Yeah. So, and God's good all the time in people's lives if you put them first. You need to put them first. I say everybody don't believe in God, and they got they come in all different names, but it's all the one. It's all one man, all different names. Chris is a good dude. All right. Dopey Nation, y'all hang in there. So Dopey Nation, stay strong. Stay strong. Get off them drugs, man. All right. God bless. Bro. All right. You should you should send that to um to the girls you're dating. This guy's saying that you're a good dude. Here, listen to this weirdo on the street. Chris is a good dude. I wish I got a picture of me and scabs all over his face. Was he, that his name? Neck tattoos, face tattoos. He had the uh, the Yankees thing tattooed like it was a teardrop. Yeah. Once once you do that, it's just coming back. There's no life. I mean, it's like imagine you yeah. or like. You get a tattoo on your face. Like, what's in your future? Well, you know what's fucked up, though? You take this a step further, you know? These people that have those tattoos, it's, like, easier for me to talk to them than my peers. What's that about? Tell me. I don't know. Most people are, like, afraid to talk to people like that. I'm afraid to talk to the normal people. But the freaks on the street with face tattoos, I'm like, what's up, homie? (laughs) (laughs) But I'm just saying... Well, I mean, that's because you've, you, you threw your life down the drain. And I also know that a lot of times those looks, and it, it depends who, and you can spot them, is they're not what people think they represent at all. I'm just saying, what is that frame of mind? When you walk into the tattoo parlor and you say, give me the Yankee signal symbol as a tear coming out of my eye. Well, in jail and prison, face tattoos are free because it's like a billboard for the artist. So you don't got to pay for those. So you think that was a jail one? Maybe. He'd definitely been in prison. How do you know? Because it's all like, like, do you think people crappy fucking blue bled out tattoos all over his body? Do you you think people call him Scabs? Like that's his nickname? Maybe. That's a good nickname. He had a pretty bad scab on the side of his face. Maybe his staff. Ugh. Um, 
That's sad. I shook his hand and then I used the hand sanitizer. <laughs> he shook my hand and yeah. he's like busting out the Purell. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell. Do you know, do you know, like, I don't own hand sanitizer? I always have some because I can't, I use the gas station. I'm just like OCD about germs. So I use the gas station and then I gotta use the hand sanitizer after. You're just so full of it. You, you, what? You know, it's like, what it is is denial runs you. What do you mean? I mean, it's like, to think you're OC, to live the life you've lived and to say... My parents do it all the time. I don't share drinks with them and they're like, you're an IV junkie. No, there's just... They, they, they it, it, what it is, it's denial. Okay. I, I have not cracked the code. This is a the beginning of a theory. Harambe's code. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, a, it's a sweeping theory uh, about you and your denial. And I don't have a problem with people with face tattoos. I just cannot imagine the psychology. I mean, I don't have any tattoos. Yeah, I don't have any tattoos, and um, aren't Jews not allowed to get tattoos? Isn't that a thing? Or is that Orthodox? No, Jews can't get buried in Jewish cemeteries with a tattoo, oh. uh, unless it's a Holocaust tattoo. So I was thinking of just getting a Holocaust tattoo, so I could still be <laughs> buried in a Jewish cemetery. Um, but I, I just I there's only one reason that I've never gotten a tattoo. Uh, you spent all the money on dope. No, no, because. It's two things. One, I, I just I just would hate to have one thing. You know, like you want to have another one, you mean? No. Like it would it's just the same it would never change. Oh yeah. You know, it's like I see pe- some dude with sleeves of smiley faces. Yeah. Okay? Bright colors and like cartoon smiley faces and it looked cool. Yeah. One day. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. day twenty and you you know, and then it's six years later and you yeah. still have these smiley faces. It's like, I bet you you could maybe set up an industry that, like, makes sleeves that look like tattoo sleeves so you can change them or something. It would be mean? retarded. What do you mean? Like like a skin you put yeah. over your skin? Yeah. Or, like, a tattoo that changes over time? Well, that the real thing is if you, if you can get technologically, you know, advanced, if I could change the tattoo or, or remove it, with the click of a button, then I mean... <laughs> with click of the button. With click of the button. <laughs> I, no, but I mean, I think that's part of getting a tattoo. It's right. about the commitment. Yeah. You know, I'm not about that kind of commitment. Or at least not to something as like, you know, that you look at it. I don't know. All right, let's wrap this shit up. Why? Because we're at an hour and two minutes. Where does the time go? Uh, were you reading an email? I think um, we'll do it on the next show. But please leave us a review on iTunes. We love those. And follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Like some of Dave's tweets. Send us an email. Tell your friends about Dopey. What else? We forgot to do everything. <laughs> what did we get on our list? Honestly, tell us how much we got. Well, we did the theme song. We're so bad at this. We did... Oh, we didn't even mention That's... that we're on in Cleveland. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're on on WLCR Pirate Radio in Cleveland. You'd think that was a big deal. 87.9, four days a week at 11 p.m. I think Dopey it's three Podcast. days a week. No, four. Really? He's playing it on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. What, are we, what is he going to do when he runs out? You know, you know what Andrew start said? start again at the beginning. Andrew said, he goes, you need to make more episodes. He's going to run out. I said, I don't care, Andrew. <laughs> I said, I said, if we're not going to make more episodes for uh, for us, we're going to make them for for the pirate radio station. <laughs> the best is he was like um, asking us to do it, and you responded to him, and you're like, you have our blessing as long as we don't have to do anything. Well, that was your line. The funniest thing is I that you I, tweeted it. I called him up, and I said, What did he sound like? He sounded all right. Yeah. He's a nice guy. A guy yeah. named Mark. Nice guy. Yeah. He said, um, I said, Mark, you know, I really love Dopey, but I've always dreamed of having my own radio show where I play music. Can you make that happen? You said that? I did. What were you saying? He said, yeah, I have to download this or that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so much for that dream. <laughs> anyway, stay strong, There's Dopey stay Nation. Stay strong and toodles. <laughs> I want to take a walk around the world. I wonder would it do me any good Until I get some money in my pocket Then I guess I'll just have to walk around my neighborhood But I want to be good so bad want to be so good, so bad, so bad I want to be good so bad Bad desire's all I ever had 
and take a ride up in the sky. Watch the airplane just pass me by. And I wanna see a Lear jetliner take a dive just to show all of these people what it means to be alive. But I wanna be good so bad. Wanna be so good, so bad, so bad. I wanna be good so bad. Bad desire's all I ever had. And my shadow's getting smaller and smaller. City far behind. I'll take the high road, however far it winds, because peace and love are very, very, very hard to find. And I wanna be good so bad. Wanna be good so bad, so bad. I wanna be good so bad. Bad desires all I ever had. Damn it, all these suckers make me mad. And it's all I ever had. And it's all I ever had. And these suckers make me mad. And I want to call my dad. And it's all I ever had. 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 And these suckers make me mad. And it's all I ever had. And I want to 